This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chas Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. He's in his third year co-driving with Erebus and in the best position ever to take out a Bathurst 1000. But for David Russell, is doing double duties going to be a help or hindrance this weekend at Bathurst? Oh, look, I yeah, I don't, haven't really thought about it in that way. Like, it, to me, um, you know, driving a left-hand drive Porsche with probably triple the spring rate, but they're fun to drive. Like, who wouldn't want to drive a Carrera Cup car around Bathurst if you had the opportunity? David Russell joins us to talk about Sandown and heading to the mountain once again with Erebus and Brody Kostecki, the championship leader. And it's coming up now. Well, joining us to look at the Bathurst 1000 is a good friend of the show, David Russell, second at Sandown with Brody Kosecki, and it is very, very, well, possible that you could be seeing some more silverware up at the mountain. David, thanks once again for joining us here on Inside Supercars. Yeah, nice to be on the show again, Craig. Um, hope, uh, hope you're well, mate, and um, yeah, definitely looking forward to a, a big week ahead. Your third enduro campaign with Erebus Motorsport. What has it been about Erebus that has really gelled so well with yourself and Brody and then the team as a whole? Yeah, look, I think it's a combination of lots of different things. Um, you've got to start with a fast car. Um, you go motor racing, you've got to have a decent car. And, and you know, the, that um, being with Erebus, it was um, pretty evident from the first time I, I drove um, with them in 21 when we you know, had some, you know, this was in COVID times when we were having, uh, you know, test days at Sydney in between things when we're in lockdown. But, um, yeah, I've just just really gelled with the team and, and uh, the, it's it's been a car that I've been able to, um, you know, to, to jump into and adapt to. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's sort of um, flowed on from there. We've always had good good pace and uh, definitely enjoy um, teaming up with Brody and, and George Commons and the whole team. So that... that um, you know, engineering, driving group. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's, um, you know, we're going from strength to strength. You have had, you know, a lot of great results over the years, but really in supercars, this little pairing of yourself and Brody has gelled so well. Uh, a fourth place, a podium at Bathurst, a podium at Sandown, and always in and around on the marks. You you even had the this pit stacking problem and were able to give Brody back a car in a very, very good position for him to continue the battle. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, one big change with the Gen 3 car and then running uh, on a softer tyre, of course, is um, it became, you know, for us um, with this new, uh, basically with this new tyre package that we're running that um, we, we definitely um, had to be very careful of tyre and, and monitor our tyre degradation um, and had to drive the car accordingly, you know. So, 
um, you know, sometimes you sort of got to go go slow to go fast. And um, particularly in my stint at um, at Sandown, my first stint when we started the race, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of that. And you're not to know when safety cars and all those things come out. And um, for us, it was about protecting our position and being. And you know when when um, when Jamie sort of um, was was putting the pressure on to come past, I thought, all right, mate, I'll just uh, sit here and save my tyres and and uh, yeah, because it, it's uh, it's a game for the end of the stint to be able to you know hang on to them. And um, with that safety car, I didn't really get a chance to be able to push and put that pressure pressure back on and and pretty much um, you know put the pressure on them when I'd been saving my tyres when they were starting to. Um, to deg on their tyres. So um, managed to do that in the second stint, though, um, 35 laps with the second stint and just looked after them for about 20 laps and then um, pretty much um, with uh, with the call of that 15 to go in that stint, um, yeah, began my march forward to, um, to then, you know, concentrate on making up positions, um, which we managed to do, bring it into, I think we were in fourth when I came back in to hand over to Brody. So it was, um, you know, good to be able to put us back into a... a into contention um, and to be able to put us in that position um, for the race. A lot of people have been talking about the Gen 3 car and how much it's like a, a, a GT car to drive now. For yourself, what had been the takeaways on this car and on the differences? Uh, I don't think uh, whoever's saying it's like a GT car, uh, they're, they're, it's not correct. Like we've got less aero in these cars than we did in the previous model. Um, although they might look like a gen, a, a GT3 car, they don't, definitely don't. Um, yeah, there's, uh, there's polar differences in those cars, but, um, and the other thing is, um, you know, the aerodynamics, but also the tire that, that the GT car runs on with ABS, etc. So, um, the biggest thing though, with that, as, as we talk about, um, heading to Bathurst with, uh, the gen three car, um, obviously the, different engines, the different throttle mapping, um, the tyres, of course, the extra fuel that you're taking and, and length of the stint um, in terms of just doing longer stints on these cars and then running a soft tyre for the first time rather than running on the hard tyre on the on the Dunlop compound. Um, there is so many variables that, um, you know, the, the drivers um, don't want to delve into and, and start getting involved in some of the spreadsheets. But I tell you, there's... Um, there's going to be a lot of a lot of moving parts when, um, particularly with the the fuel usage and then and or the tire degradation and or um, the lap time. If you're starting to go too slow because you've used your tires up, well then it really changes the whole race strategy um, and how they go about things. And then throw safety cars and weather and all the other things at it, and that's Bathurst. How much of a difference this year will it be? because all you co-drivers have been able to have a Sandown 500 before going to Bathurst, unlike the last few, you know, COVID-affected seasons where the, the season of endurance was one big race. Yeah, look, it has been good. Um, we Obviously, all of the co-drivers, and I think, honestly, a lot of, a lot of the co-drivers, even going into Sandown, were a bit, probably a bit underdone with, lap, with, with the amount of laps that we've had in the car and how... It's been sort of strung out um, in terms of testing and all that sort of stuff. So I think a lot of the co-drivers will go to Bathurst and be able to then settle in and go, right, okay, I know the car now, um, but we're on a – obviously, 
um, this is a car that we're all getting used to. We've been used to the previous generation cars for so many years, and then now there's this um, different engine, different, you know, as I say, different throttle um, delivery, different gear sets, gearing, tyres, um, and different aerodynamics. Yeah, so a lot of differences. So, you know, the first few laps around there will be very exploratory um, to be able to sort of get a bit of a feel for the car and the tyre and what the package is like. Um, so I think for me, I'll just be firmly focused on just getting in as many laps as I can to just be able to feel what the car's going to be like during a stint, that's for sure. Ignoring the fact that every race car is fun to drive, what's the Gen 3 like as a, as a pure driving experience for a, a professional race driver? Look, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. You know, the car does a lot of things um, very well. Um, and look, it, it is still a supercar being a Gen 3. So it's not like um, you're jumping in going, oh, this car's completely different to anything we've driven before. You know you're in a supercar when you jump in it. There is there is changes. It is fun to drive. Um, love the sound of it. Love the engine and, and the, you know, they just sound... Um, the first time I seen it, I said to the boys, I said, oh, the engine just sounds so cranky, you know. It's just such a um, – it's just a great, great sound. So they've done a really good job tuning them, um, the Chevy and, and the Ford engines. So, um, yeah, look, it'll be a lot of fun with less, <laughs> I must say, um, less aero. It's definitely not the GT spec where you're used to sending it over the top. And I think the, you'll see the cars moving around a bit more over the top um, and wanting to sort of control um, for us will be, especially when, as the tyre degs to, to try and control that. Um, the other thing will be do as well. Um, that's probably one thing that we need to, you know, we, we don't really know at this stage what, um, we don't really know at this stage what our top speed is going to be, but, um, you know, for us it'll be something that, um, you know, that there is talk of breaking that 300 again, so that'll be cool. Now, you've driven some great sounding cars over the years. Uh, one that comes to mind, of course, is the Bentley. So they, you know, all this... All these differences, jumping from car to car, probably means that you're more adaptable than some of the guys that have just come up through the uh, regular supercar uh, pyramid. Well, it's not really a pyramid, structure. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think we've all, got, all had our own journey. Um, haven't really had that chance to have a full-time drive in um, in supercars in my career. So for whatever whatever reason, um, you know, different, <laughs> different opportunities and, um, you know, the backing at different times wasn't there to be able to get someone that couldn't sort of, you know, BYO <laughs> your own team or BYO your own drive. Um, for me, um, yeah. And, and look, I'm, I'm definitely, um, I'm definitely happy to be in the position that I am now to be a co-driver with, you know, the championship leader in what, what is the, the best team in, in pit lane at the moment. So I'm certainly not complaining about that. Um, but yeah, sure. You know, um, what that has given me is the opportunity to drive lots of different cars, whether it be the Lambo or the Bentley or Ferraris in Asia or, um, you know, it's been, um, and, and obviously doing a lot of stuff in career cup. So, um, yeah, for me, it's sort of, definitely gives me that sort of um, vast amount of um, laps and experiences. Obviously, I was there at Mount Panorama this year in the 12-hour in an Audi with the Conduras brothers in the Superbar and Audi, and then was there again in the Speed Cafe BMW at the Bathurst six-hour. So, um, yeah, so it's been good to be able to, you know, have some Bathurst miles there um, as well 
um, this year as well in different cars. Yes, we've invited you into the Canberra Mafia, Dave, now that you've raced with the Condurances. <laughs> yeah, no, they're both great guys. Get on very well with the boys, so, yeah. Well, let's talk Porsche Carrera Cup because it is double duties and, and great news for you. PK Tools coming on board announced last week as you head to the mountain. Yeah, for sure. It's very exciting to have um, a an Australian-owned company um, that producing, you know, trade quality, you know, tools that um, like I've, I've done my mechanics trade and, and are well across um, using all of these things and have been involved with the automotive um, industry for obviously many years. So to have that alliance with something that, that you know and to have such a, a great brand, um, brand and then a team of people um, that, you know, are selling these great products to represent them at Bathurst is definitely, um, yeah, it's a fantastic um, opportunity and, and um, I, I, I thank them for, for coming on board and hopefully we can continue to have a successful um, partnership um, beyond Bathurst, that's for sure. You, we've, we've talked about being with Erebus, top team. You've been with Bentley, Lamborghini, all these teams across Asia. But you're driving for Earl Bamba and if Earl Bamba's not one of the biggest upcoming Porsche Carrera Cup teams uh, globally, I, I don't know who is. Yeah, for sure. It's been um, been a great experience to um, to be able to um, team up, and obviously, my discussions earlier this year was um, not only with Ben Jenkins, who's the the team manager, but obviously Earl Bamber, and I'm, it's personally his car that I'm driving, and I'm well well aware of that. It's his Porsche um, that I'm racing, so um, it's great. And he's he's um, people might think that he's off driving in America or or over in Europe at different times, but um, yeah, the amount of um, messages I get on WhatsApp and the team gets um, over race weekends, you know, he's he's um, he's definitely well involved and, and keeps across all of the things over a race weekend as well. So um, the team's doing a great job. Um, obviously, they've they've um, had some strong results and, you know, we've sort of had a bit of an up and down season in, in Carrera Cup. Um, last year, we were obviously top three in the championship and, and this year, there's a couple of little things haven't gone our way at different race meetings, but um Look, I've got a chance to turn it around at Bathurst and in, in, on the biggest stage as well. So, you know, that's the plan going in, having a, a really strong weekend um, in Carrera Cup at Bathurst as well. And interestingly, the numbers are aligning. You're 99 in the Carrera Cup and 99 in the Supercars. Yeah, for sure. And that opportunity sort of came up earlier in the year to have the number and just sort of have that continuity is a, is a cool thing. And Actually, even my my son Flynn has got ninety nine on his um on his go kart as well. So, um, whatever that means, we don't know. We'll work it out. But um, at the end of the day, um, yeah, we're, we'll be uh, you know one hundred percent doing doing my very very best to to get a, get get um, the results in Carrera Cup and then obviously in the main race as well. Is there any downside to doing double duty for a, a driver in your position? Oh, look, I've. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't really thought about it in that way. Like, it, to me, um, you know, driving a left-hand drive Porsche with probably triple the spring rate, um, but they're fun to drive. Like, who wouldn't want to drive a Carrera Cup car around Bathurst if you had the opportunity? Um, there's a bit of downtime in between your sessions. Like, the co-drivers get, uh, I think it's practice two and practice five as a proper co-driver session, and then you're slotting in in the others. So, Look, there is a lot of time to sort of, although, you know, you, we've got other appearances and things to, to make as well, but there's a bit of downtime in between. So, you know, in that downtime, I'd rather be out driving around the racetrack than, you know, sitting in the truck or in the 
in the catering tent or in the pits, um, you know, looking at my phone or, or <laughs> so for me, it, um, it'd be much more enjoyable to, uh, to be racing. So yeah, thankful for the opportunity. And you mentioned about the appearances, of course, Coca-Cola, a, a big brand that does like to have a lot of people along, even if they're not doing public activations. What's that experience been like compared to some of the other experiences you've had across the race weekends? Yeah, I think um, the team's very good at managing that. Like, we have driver block-out times, um, so they're not sort of saying, oh, hey, we've got a signing for you to go to right before um, you've got sessions and all that. So I think, yeah, they're, they're definitely very respectful, as is the sponsor, respectful of the time that the drivers need to be able to prepare for what they're doing. So, you know, that you know we we try and cram in what we, what we can in terms of being able to, you know, make ourselves available and then respectfully... Um, they give us the time as well to be able to have some driver block out time um, before we we have to drive. So, um, yeah, I think we'll manage that this week. We've obviously got some appearances leading in. I think, you know, I'm flying in tomorrow being Tuesday and I've already got an appearance, um, you know, that afternoon when I get there. But that's all fine. That's all um, it's all part of it. And um, and we sort of manage that across the week. We're certainly, yeah, not not going to um, burn ourselves out with, um, you know, we want to make sure that we we get our rest when we need it and some downtime and eat when we should be eating and not skipping on you know the basic things of staying hydrated and and you know getting the rest that you need well david it's always a pleasure to catch up with you here on inside supercars and we wish you all the very best for the 2023 edition of the bathurst 1000 thanks craig much appreciated hopefully we, um come uh, this time this time next week we've got um got some uh, you know big things to talk about come this time next week which we're recording this to timestamp it at almost 1 30 in the afternoon on monday i don't reckon you'd be sober <laughs> let's hope so <laughs> david yeah. thanks for joining us no worries thanks craig see you mate inside supercars is produced by thunder media tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your itunes or mobile device search inside supercars The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.